on guard, mother listeners. My name's James. I'm Jose. And we're in this, or and where we bring death, death to, to squids. squids. Yeah, <laughs> on guard, motherfucker. Man, this, Ooh. I thought transfers would just Go downhill, especially the trivia I saw, but this one was, it's perfect again in another way. This one is for real, just like shit, but funny. This is super campy. It's so weird. Uh, Half the time, I don't even know what's going on. Yes, I'm watching, but I still don't understand. Eventually, you kind of put the pieces together but maybe they're they just were sprinkling crumbs they didn't give us a full loaf it was weird man i'm just gonna be out there and be what? honest this oh. one was a weird one so it is unlike the other ones this is not a science fiction movie this is a science fantasy movie because they go back into medieval times and it's vampires dude yeah it was weird um it, it looked like a mixture of medieval times, and they also had native, like almost uh-huh. Native American clothing. It was weird. I don't know. It was maybe, a mixture of both. Maybe a little anachronistic, you say, baby. Correct. <laughs> oh no, uh, I burped. <laughs> so, uh, mommy, burp me. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> This was a good one, though. It was a fun ride. Yes, it's so stupid. But before we begin, do you enjoy fantasy films and such? If they're done well, yeah. Like, if there's a good story, and for the most part, yes. Yeah, like Dungeons & Dragons 2. That one's great. Yeah, that one sucked. Like, comparatively, which one of these is better? That Dungeons & Dragons 2 or... Jack Death. I mean, in Dungeons and Dragons 2, you kind of understand what's going on, but in this... But that the Dungeons and Dragons looked like shit. Oh, it was like, bad. But the, me, we're okay. Also, we need to say this real quick. If you're watching this on Tubi or anything like that, I believe they are still using the uh, like old print of it. They recently remastered this and number five. So all five of these movies are in beautiful widescreen. And this looks amazing. You can either purchase it or you can go on like what we did, did a subscription to Full Moon Features. And I think if you use Baby Oopsie, that's a promo code, you get three months for the price of one month. So it's it's really good. Baby Oopsie. Uh-huh. Which is a Full Moon Feature movie. Yeah, I think this was a better movie compared to uh, D&D 2. But they're both not great. Yeah. <laughs> Let me be honest. I, I don't know, man. This fucking ruled in my book. It was fun. Man. Okay, let's let's get into, so I'm not cheesing on time. I looked, we're only four minutes in. <laughs> That's insane. Like last time, you thought we were so far into the uh-huh. podcast, we were only like a halfway through. But then, you know, I want to make sure these episodes we don't record too long because Sometimes, is this funny? I don't know. No, I get you. Today, we're discussing the remastered glory that is Trancers 4, Jack of Swords. I'm writing this before watching the movie in its entirety. 
Who knows if it's actually glorious? It is. Released direct to video on February 2nd, 1994. <gasps> this, fi- this movie is the way it is, Jose, because Full Moon Features moved their studios to Romania due to crazy tax incentives the Godfather could not refuse, even on a day that is not his daughter's wedding. <laughs> This offered cheaper sound stages, waivers of location fees, and extras. Also noted, stunt work was somehow better yet cheaper. Made in America? Fuck that. Made globally. (laughs) This was filmed simultaneously with Trancers V, Sudden Death, which also releases in 1994. So my guess is if you don't like this one, you might not like Trancers V. Oh boy. Several budget. Oh, also we should. Oh, no, no. Focus on this. Uh, Let me put a note down here. I'm ambidestries. Okay. This was filmed. (laughs) Okay. Okay. If, um, uh, several budgetary problems occurred during filming to which director David Nutty, who has also directed for shows like Shameless, Band of Brothers, and Game of Thrones, he went on to say that they were resolved, these budgetary constraints and problems, they were resolved by simply tearing out various pages in the script. What? (laughs) Yeah, so knowing this, it makes sense that Tim Thomerson is embarrassed by his involvement with this film and part five. Okay, that makes sense. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know, man. He's delivering on all cylinders. (laughs) He had the most iconic line ever in all of cinema. Uh Uh-huh. What was it? You you know which one it is. On guard, guard, motherfucker. (laughs) He also says it so much like a dad. He says the motherfucker. Motherfucker. The UK video version was cut by eight seconds and removed all footage of butterfly knives being twirled. Why? I mean, I get it. It's banned, but still. I love them. Butterfly knives are the funniest of all weapons. Because just seeing someone do the maneuvers, it doesn't look cool. At best, I'm concerned that you're going to cut yourself. At worst, I'm laughing at you. You kind of hope somebody cuts. Well, uh, for comedic purposes in the movie, you kind of hope. In a movie. Yeah. Not IRL. No. IRL, I just hope they poopy themselves. (laughs) All right. So alt titles for this movie. One for Brazil was Cop 4, Mutants in the Middle Ages. In Mexico, it was known as Mutant Vampires, the Death Knight, but death is spelled correctly. And in America, it was going to be called Trancers 4, Journeys Through the Dark Zone, but its working title was Trancers, apostrophe S, don't know why that is, for Death's Door. Okay, he has the keys for him. Oh, yeah, because daddy knows how to drive. Jose, doesn't daddy know how to drive? Daddy does not know how to drive, especially in this movie. Uh, Why? yes, he does. Daddy didn't know how to drive in the movies before. Yes, he did. He always drove that old classic car around, like a real boomer ass. Yeah, but he still didn't know how to drive it correctly. 
Yeah, he did. Shut up. No. Don't talk about my dude that way. <laughs> I love Jack. Mr. Dad. can't drive. I sh- polish his shoes and he throws me a quarter. Tim can't drive. What? Sorry, Jack can't drive. Okay, yeah, you better believe Tim and Jack can drive. I've seen both of them do it. No, he doesn't. Yeah, Tim drove out to the Mayo Farm <laughs> and, and, and fucking Jack Death drove around the city, fucking smacking Helen Hunt's ass. Ooh, baby! Oh, like the Mayo Farm. I'm jealous of that hand and of that ass. Oh my! Because I want Tim Thomerson to smack my mouth. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't find the appeal for him in all these movies. Oh, I don't either. I was just making a goof. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, also, I wish I could be that ass, but people would be like, oh, because James wishes he looked like Helen Hunt. No, because I want Jack Death's hand <laughs> smacking me. Uh, as I'm also that hand. It's the infinity circle of horniness. I understand. I get it. You're not a. You're not into Tim Thomerson. You're into Jack Death. Yeah. Oh, fudge. And he's a Jack of Swords. <laughs> like it's like Jack of Heart or no Jack of Spades, but like he has swords now. Man, what did you like? The fact that the transers are vampires. That's pretty cool. No, it made no sense. It. One, you don't even know if you're in the same timeline or if they're in a different universe. Uh-huh. It just, nothing made sense. It didn't make any sense, and there is no information or backstory. Do you want to know the premise of the sixth one? Oh, no. Is it bad? Is it pretty? I mean, it's kind of cool. Go ahead. So, Jack, you know, when you go down the line, you have to go into a family member's? Yeah. Well, guess what? Jack's going down into the body of his daughter, and she's the trancer hunter now. So, like, we get a female-led trancers. I, I, <laughs> But she's still talking like Jack Death. Uh, that just hurt my brain. He's like, yeah, what if he, like, if there's a love interest, he'd have to say, oh, yeah, come jump on my daughter's lips. That's weird. Yeah. I I hope there's love scenes in that. If there's some gayness going on, yay, yay. I I don't know what's up. That still doesn't make any sense. If How does he go down the line to his daughter? Because I think he had a daughter with Helen Hunt or someone down the line. All right, I'll 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 see when we get there. We'll get there, bitch. That was one of the movies at the massacre they had, and I almost bought it. I was like, I can't do that. Let's talk some about some things in this movie. All right, let's get into it, bitch. I was gonna bring up Shark. Yeah, because Jack comes from back in time or forward in time, and he's talking to Harrison. Harris. Harris. Yeah. And. Pretty much Jack is just being farmed out on these missions that, as I said, seemed more like the premise of a TV show and not a, uh, you know, a next movie. So, wow. Oh, Shark's Head is where we need to be going to. Uh, and then Harris is like, where's the sh- where's Shark? And he's like, oh, man, best dude I ever had. And then just... 
Jack and him have been having a conversation. Face to face. Face to face, like not in the dark or anything. And then Jack pulls Shark's huge head up. Uh, where was he hiding it? In and the, it was on like dangling on a string. It was in the trench coat the whole time. Oh, that could be it. And he's like, oh yeah, Jack's just got a fat ass. <laughs> or if it's in the front, oh man, Jack's got that fupa that <laughs> makes me fucking nut. <laughs> or, oh shit, Jack's pregnant. <laughs> oh God, man. And then Jack comes back with the the with the now newly dead shark. Explaining everything, and he's like, where's, uh, what was his wife's name? Uh, who knows, Lita? Sure. Uh, I think I might just be thinking Lisa. Lena. It was Lisa. Oh, it was Lisa? Where's hey, Lisa? Uh, your sister Lisa. Where's Lisa and the other uh, head of the board? And he goes, oh, well, that's actually something we need to talk about, Jack. Huh? Uh, while you've been away, uh, Lisa and I got close huh real close oh no uh and the, just the line of of them the the dialogue between jack and harris after uh, harris dropping the bomb of hey i'm i'm with your wife now sorry good luck uh, uh -huh. it was just like some of the worst acting <laughs> no it's just weird directing i think the director's not telling them how to act it was weird man because like it, there was the there was a couple close ups in this movie like the last movie where it was just a bad time for a close up and it was just way too long of a time for mm -hmm, a close up. Mm -hmm. They I, they did this weird close ups on each of the character every time they spoke, but it was like they would take too much time on them. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was just bad. But man, does this widescreen look beautiful? The one of the line reads when. The guy, Harris says, hey, you have a next mission. You p could really use shark. And Jack just goes, next mission? Fuck that. I need a time off. Yeah, it's like just, a a bat it was weirdly delivered. And then he's flirting with a girl at a bar. Yeah, he goes to a bar to, to you know, relax, I guess. To or find a new chick to bang. Yeah. Now that. Hey, it's me, Lisa Simpson, is gone. <laughs> so he goes to this bar and he sees this one lady at the bar. He wants to talk to her. He goes, hey, Jack Death. <laughs> She's like, is, Jack's not your real name, is it? And we find out. <laughs> he, we find out that Jack's real name is Maurice Death. Yeah, but I think she meant like someone having the last name Death. Is weird. So then when he said, yeah, I ha I changed it. It doesn't sound real opposing my real one, Morris Death. It was so weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, so we can start calling him Morris. Is it Morris or Maurice? I think Morris. No, yeah, it's probably Maurice. <laughs> yeah. Why was why were we saying it Morris? You said Morris. <laughs> First it started off as Maurice. <laughs> Once we started recording, you started saying Morris. Morris, I <laughs> fuck. That's how it's spelled out, Morris. <laughs> and then the girl's like, I guess date or something shows up, and he's like, "Oh, is he bothering you?" And he's like, "Nothing bothers me." Then like punches him, and then slams his head down on the bar table. But 
before slamming it fully, he brings into frame a popcorn bowl and just goes smash, 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 smash into it. Yeah, it was weird. The popcorn bowl came out of nowhere and it just seemed like all he wanted to do was put his face in the popcorn bowl. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, man. But that lady goes, oh, Jack, I bet you sleep alone or you're sleeping alone tonight. And he says, I never sleep alone. (laughs) And... We then cut to him, I guess in his bedroom, shirt shirtless, laying on an all-white mattress, like bedding and everything, in an all-white room. And it zooms out as he's like goes to turn off the light. And what does Jose think's going to be? I swear to God, because he said, I never sleep alone. And I thought like, oh, so that means when he's on his missions with Shark, they're definitely in bed together. Sure enough, next scene... It's the, it's the head of shark as a lamp in the bed with him. Uh huh. He has to turn it off after being like, "I never sleep alone." He's the head of some decapitated android. He's so fuck boy in this one. <laughs> oh my god, it's so bad. He's usually cool, and I I believe that he could get laid, but here I'm like, dude. You, no woman wants to touch you. You seem like a dweeb. He's a, a 100% a dweeb. Uh-huh. It's because he never spends one time, like enough time in one time period. He's always going back and forth. Oh. So he's always a fish out of water no matter where he goes. And it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, just depending on what year he is in. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> sometimes they eat up his bullshit. Sometimes they're like, get the fuck away from me. Did you ever have friends who would spin a butterfly knife around you? I think Robbie did it once. And that's okay. It. Yeah, growing up, no, not really. Like I wasn't. I didn't really leave the house a lot as a kid, just because we were always mm-hmm. moving. So, you know, some of the places we live weren't nice neighborhoods. Yeah. So uh, not until my adulthood, I don't think anybody ever played with like a butterfly knife. But I think Robbie did once when we we were helping him move. I think he was showing us his knives. Yeah, that makes 100% correct sense. (laughs) It sounds like some Robbie shit. Yeah, (laughs) I had a lot of friends who, specifically Dakota Loera, he would just take out a butterfly knife and whip it around him like, Oh, no, thank you. And it would, like, bring it to school to, like, show us his, like, tricks, <laughs> but not really, like, grasping. This is also a weapon. <laughs> hey, you guys, look at this uh, sharp object I'm about to show you guys in the it's, middle of class. It's something that's described literally as a knife. Yeah. It's, yeah. Kids aren't very smart. No. But, you know. There was a a kid in Muskegon that, like, on Snapchat, this was this weekend, on Snapchat, posted a photo of him holding what I guess, like, after analyzing was a fake gun that he said, don't come to school Monday. And Jesus Christ. The, uh, like, I was with Nicole's cousins, um, like, cousin and, like, second cousin, what because, like, uh, her cousin and her kid... Her cousin is older, and the kid's like 15, Addison and Jamie. Uh, Addison is the teenager, and Addison's like, I don't want, I'm not going to school, even though they apprehended this individual, and he's like in jail. I mean, still, I wouldn't let my kid go to yeah, class. And yeah, and they weren't letting, that's such a thing that I think even maybe you 
you you were experiencing some of it in high school where like that anxiety of someone could come to school and shoot up the place yeah like not to, like not until really towards the end of me being in school that like started ramping up mm-hmm. and it's exponential now comparatively and the teens today that is a constant worry that's terrifying yeah i wouldn't know what what to do like oh well i guess i can't go to school like mm-hmm. forever no yeah. or what like what's going to happen because what if that was the distraction and it was like two people teamed up and like, oh, one will post this, so then everyone will be at ease on Monday. That's so fucked. I don't know. That uh, like even if it's fake, it's still like mm-hmm. you're creating anxiety for mm-hmm. people. That's like, an act of terror. Yeah, you're 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 legitimately creating trauma for people. So then Jack goes to back to Harris. And they're being set up for a mission, and Harris goes, "Oh, I knew you'd be back. <laughs> you're, uh, you, um, you're one of those guys that isn't happy unless you're working." And Jack immediately responds with, "And uh, Harris, you're one of those guys who aren't happy unless you're fucking some other dude's wife, huh?" Uh huh. <laughs> so it was. Ooh, it was fucking another man's old lady. Yeah, sorry. Ugh. Some it, great A acting here, man, honestly, throughout this entire movie. <laughs> oh, my God. So then we are told he's going down the line to Topeka, Kansas, that, like, just an energy spike happened, and there's some weird creature inside a solenoid okay i don't know what that is me neither and but... it was rebirthed and started attacking jack and that made him get veered off course into some land unknown and i wrote down we're not in topeka kansas anymore head of skunk or shark and then he gets out <laughs> looks around and he says don't think we're in Kansas anymore. And I'm like, oh my God. They only set up that he was going back to Kansas so they could say that that. joke. Just so they could set that up. Perfect writing here by the creators. And when he's running around because he hears someone getting sucked their neck of, he looks unhinged and manic. Oh yeah. He has the gun sideways and everything. Oh, That's another thing that he started doing in this movie is turning the gun sideways. Speaking of his getup and his gun and all that, I uh, told Nicole when talking about conventions, I said, man, I should cosplay as Jack Death at our next con. And Nicole says, no one's going to know you're cosplaying. Yeah. Well, maybe some people, like, you know, somebody will come up and be like, Jack Death? I don't, I don't know. I think we'd have to go to a horror and science fiction Convention True. specifically, and then people might know. I mean, but if you want to do it, do it for yourself. Yeah, I do. Somebody's like, hey, what's your cosplay? Jack Death from Trancers. Mm-hmm. What's that? Go watch or listen to our podcast. And then I'll make Nicole uh, a Santa suit so she can be Lena in the first one. <laughs> oh, my God. It wouldn't be like that short of a skirt. I do, a, I do an elegant one. An elegant one, okay. uh-huh. or like a sun, a Santa sundress. I think I'd be Hap in the second movie as the lady, Hap Ashley. The, oh, Hap! 
Hap. Okay, yeah. okay. I thought you meant McNulty. No, I'm talking about Hap as the uh, in the second one with his uh his love for fire trucks. Uh huh. So they as going back home, someone was saying they found in I think it was like Grand Haven or some area like town near me. Uh, maybe Mon- oh Montague, I think it was. They were saying, oh, they they found Montague's fire truck from like 1946 in North Carolina and, and they're sending it back. Oh, isn't that cool? And I'm like, th- I instantly thought of Hap <laughs> Ashley collecting fire trucks because that's f- probably from the type of person it came from. Oh, yeah, probably. Somebody who loved vintage fire trucks. Uh-huh. Got their hands on it. Maybe kept it in good... No. Oh, no, no. Oh, I was shaking my head at just the thought of collecting fire trucks. <laughs> That's such a piece of shit. If you collect fire trucks, you're a piece of shit because that's so much space for your collectible. Yeah, like you have to have like a warehouse. If yeah. Because like you don't want to keep it outside because the elements are going to fuck it mm-hmm. up. You have to keep it inside. Good luck keeping that in your regular garage. Yeah, no thank you. So you have to have the land like Hap did. Even if you had a pole barn, that wouldn't be big enough. I don't think so. No. You need a warehouse that's slightly (laughs) climate controlled. Fuck that. I'm good. Yeah, that's a piece of shit hobby. (laughs) I collect comic books and guess what? They just take up behind this mattress and right here. Yeah, I collect lighters. Ooh. But like big lighters you find at the gas station. Okay. Just because I'm always smoking. All right. Do you have a refill? Uh, I try. All right. Yeah. That's being thrifty. Yeah, I try. But then I lose a bunch of lighters. If But maybe someone else took it and then they said, oh, I'll just fill this up with butane, <laughs> baby. Hopefully. Propane and propane butane. Then we're introduced to these vampires and the daddy of the group, Calabam. He starts talking about feeding, and specifically, I think his son's first feed and expanding the birthright out. He holds onto his chest, and he's like, "Oh yes," and just travels his <laughs> his hand down as he's talking to his like right hand man, and it's borderline pornographic. It seems like he starts rubbing and there's boobies in here. Yeah, this is the first scene we get boobies throughout the entire uh, franchise. And uh, it, it's really weird. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, he the way they do of stealing the essence of the other person is, like, really sexual. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he tells, like, uh, his right-hand man comes in and he's like, please, with calm and peace in this whatever and the guy's like i'm calm this uh, one of our guys died mm-hmm. immediately goes to choke him i said calmness <laughs> it was bad uh-huh is this where we get the first viewing of the dub yes because then we go to the temple rats i'm a little temple no tunnel, <laughs> tunnel rats. rats yeah and they it feels i think i read it that some of these people were redubbed with native english speaking people and it makes it sound very off and whoever redubbed it they sound subdued one of the one of the voiceovers just is so monotone uh-huh nonsense 
Step aside. Oh, yeah, that dude. <laughs> it was so weird. And then they're talking about Jack who, who singed someone, a vampire, and they're saying, oh, I guess this thing that he just shot rockets out of that. So, oh, what would that, what's that? Shot, huh? shot, he had a hammer or a, yeah, a hammer with that shot light. Oh, yes. And then all of a sudden this shaman dude pops up and says, it was called a gun. gun. <laughs> Which we find out is the person, because they're, oh, sorry. To start the movie, there's just somebody drawing Jack. Uh-huh, which is exactly how the Shrieker movie, which is also a full moon, it starts out with so- something very similar. And it had, like, the weirdest, like, voiceover, like, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Or so it began, or something. that Nothing else, just that. And then a picture of uh, Jack... Just somebody drawing Jack on, like, a cave wall or something. No, it was on a canvas. On a canvas, sorry. It was, you see, like, the sketch lines, the, like, defined lines, and then the full with shading and everything. Yeah. and well, then I wonder if that still exists. That painting? Yeah. I think it was a printing, probably. Well, I, if it still exists, if whoever made it, if it's still there... We got to ask the production company. Yeah. Give them a call. Hey, uh, can we, we have want that? this? <laughs> we'll give you $5 and a stick of bubble gum. We'll pay for shipping. And $5 and a stick of bubble gum. Oh, and- so yeah, we find out that this is a person drawing all of these. He's like, it's a gun. Uh-huh. I, he is real. Because they're like, oh, we don't, we don't think this is, we think this person telling us this story is lying. Yeah. He's like, no, I assure you, this man is real. I've dreamt of him, and then shows them the drawings of everything. The, yeah, that one dude who's very monotoned said, yes, if this person were even real, it was it's something he said made us laugh real hard. But my next note is Jack is ambushed by some vampires, or maybe not even some, no, yeah, they were vampires, and he starts punching them, and they, like, knock him down, and <laughs> then he... I thought he was going to, like, smack him with the pan that he was, like, oogling and ogling over. But instead, as he's on the ground, he, uh, tr- like, goes to stand up but stays on his knees as he launches towards one of the men, grabs their dick, pulls it <laughs> out, and then punches in towards the shaft. Like, he, he he's trying to, like, rip it off with force. Yeah. When I saw that, I started dying because... It's not anything you've seen before. He legitimately uh-huh. grabs and pulls and then goes to hit him with the four. <laughs> it's like if you did the Three Stooges thing where they hold onto the nose and like slap down on it. Exactly. That, but like a full fistful and then punching with your fist down. It was so weird. Had had a gun and a knife and everything, but decides to go for the nut, the dick guillotine. Sorry. What if he grabbed it, then pulled out the butterfly knife, started whipping it around, and <laughs> sliced it? <laughs> that would have been nuts. Doing the hand motion. <laughs> this would have been in the movie stores. Every kid would have rented it if that was included. <laughs> Pulling it out and then slicing the dick. Every. 12 to 15 year old would be renting it and saying whole oh that actually is what everyone told me it is especially it's especially in the 90s uh-huh oh man 
I, I really don't. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have a lot of notes for this movie because oh. I was dying so much. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll keep it going. Yeah. So to set up, he was doing his hair in this pan that was near a well or something. And he's looking at himself in the reflection. I thought he was going to use that pan to hit them, but that's to set up that he looks and he, they're behind him. But when he looks at the water, there's no reflection to say like they're vampires, but vampires, it's only mirrors. Yeah, I th- I I know what you mean, but I think in every media they've done it as like they re- they don't have a reflection. Okay, because it's the silver in mirrors. Yeah, we we I, I I get what you mean, but I think in a lot of media they get it wrong and they just do they think it's the reflection. Mm-hmm. But Jack gets beat to shit, then gets a arrow through his arm, pulls it out, passes out, and someone grabs him, and then. He wakes up in this room with this man who's clearly taking him back to health. And uh, do you want to be the man or Jack Death? (laughs) I'll be Jack. Okay, okay. Well, who are you? Sebastian. (laughs) I can't do it right because I'm laughing. But he says it as a matter of fact, like he goes, Sebastian. Sebastian. (laughs) Like, like Jack is supposed to. Who are you, Sebastian? Like, (laughs) what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, don't you know me, Sebastian? And he does it in such a Sebastian, like so confused. Sebastian. (laughs) There you go. There, yeah, 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 like. Are are you telling me not everyone knows who I am? Sebastian. <laughs> and Jack's just looking at him like, I swear to God, I'll hurt you. <laughs> and I believe it. So he's like, for now, drink this uh, mix of herbs. It'll nurse you back to health. You should take a nap. Mm-hmm. And the motherfucker sends a, a messenger pigeon to the trancers. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because you could kind of guess at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the trancers and vampires start ambushing after Jack wakes up. And Jack hears something and he looks out the window because he's like, oh, I think there's an ambush happening. And there are these two people (laughs) like running as if think of when you are going to the beach and the beach is like the sand is very hot and you have bare feet and you're like, ha, 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 throwing up your knees real high and just trying to go as fast as you can. That's two people in like heavy armory <laughs> that probably people who have never worn armor and running down a, yes, and running down a hill just like going, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> we must get him with the long sword and everything. So they bust through the front door. And Jack doesn't know what to do, so he grabs one of the bread knives that Sebastian had uh, and takes him hostage. They're like, if you hurt him, we will will torture you forever. And Caliban walks in. He goes, just shoot him. Yeah. Just shit. (laughs) Just kill him. We don't need him. We need him. We need Uh Jack. We don't need this fucking... Who is this guy? (laughs) And And he immediately dies. And then Jack says... Oh, I haven't ran out of time. And then gets. <laughs> so we were told that the long second watch had been remodeled so it can go off as many times as you can. So it has a new battery in it. So when he goes to click it, he is slowed down, but everyone else is not. And they start commenting on it like, is this just some ploy at compassion or like pity? 
And they're like, is this pretty much saying, is this a bit? Uh, what's going on right now? <laughs> I don't understand any of this. And then someone says, uh, they're all dodging his punches because he's going super slow. And Tim Thomerson is hamming it up. He It feels <laughs> like he's actually slowed down. It does not. Yes, it does. It does not. It looks yes, so it bad. It's it so looks like somebody funny. pretending to be in slow motion. No, it, it looks it like is, it's computer it generated. It is so bad and it's good because uh, he's moving so slow and he's in right real time. Uh-huh. And it looks like somebody pretending to be as you know when you're a kid you're like oh no this was green screened and they actually slowed him down yes they did i I guarantee you it's tim thomerson moving as slow as he possibly can they shot it at 120 (laughs) frames per second with the intent of knowing they had to slow it down I don't know about that one, James. Yes, they did, okay? I don't know, man. And then they comped him out and then composited him back into and then reblended everything together. And yeah, that he looks, wasn't just going slow. That sounds like it's too much for 1994. Huh? And they were working on two movies at the same time. So. Ooh, I don't think they had that kind of time. Maybe this one gets all the time and budget, and then the next one just <laughs> straight up shit. I, I hope not. It's just long improvised scenes between characters. I hope the next one is at least a little bit better than this one. But I, it, it was good. I don't know. I'm so, so excited to watch them <laughs> with you. So much so, I said, it sucks that we're doing a podcast because I would just just say, we. It, this one ends on a cliffhanger. So I was like, I need to see the completion of this story. <laughs> I feel that, yeah. Yeah, because we were, we were getting kind of lost into the movie. So I did want to watch this, the next one, but mm-hmm. we have to wait, so... Boo. No, no, that's what makes it better. This content. So, yeah, the reverse slow second. And then he wakes up. (laughs) And this woman who wanted to be taken by... Prospero. Uh, that guy who said, he'll eventually, he's about to say, I'm going to reject this service. Uh, I don't want to be a trancer. So this woman wants to just give herself to anyone and... She says, oh, I'm here to pleasure you. We just need your information, this and that. Won't you let me pleasure you? And I asked Jose and Nicole, I said, would you take the pleasure? I said, no, man. I felt uncomfortable by it like the entire time. And then Nicole said, sure, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Which I would too. I guess. But unlike him, I wouldn't slut shame her right after using her (laughs) because he starts saying, hey, babe, you're not your own person, are you? You just do whatever so-and-so says and do whatever so-and-so says. But uh, when are you going to start being yourself? Sorry, sir. You used her as well. You can't (laughs) then shame her for doing that. He's got that weird unspoken riz, you know? And, uh, uh, yeah, he's got that riz riz. (laughs) So there's also a moment where that main kid is rejecting his birthright because he doesn't want to be a vampire. He thinks it's messed up that they're just taking from people. It's really fucked. Father, I've lived among them. I cannot do this. 
He hates it. He can't. And then the dad screams, you can't deny your heritage. <laughs> I have that written down as well. Uh, it was just the... the it's, he kind of sounds like a knockoff version. The dad, Caliban, sounds like a knockoff version of Liam Neeson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what would be crazy is if you're getting married and you tell your parents, oh, that who are Catholic, oh, we're going to have just a non-denominational wedding. It's just the ceremony to we'll exchange vows. It won't be like, it will not be a Catholic wedding. I don't want to go through the hoo-ha. And then the mom just screaming, you can't deny your heritage. <laughs> it's fucked up. It is, but it's funny. <laughs> you cannot deny your heritage. My family are all veterinarians. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want to see an animal die every day. You can't deny your heritage. <laughs> They're looking at him with lifeless eyes because they see animals die every day. They can, there's always the one puppy they can't save. Uh-huh. We lost another one. So they, the tunnel runners come, or tunnel... Oh, the tunnel rats. The tunnel rats go into the castle through their tunnels to save Jack death. And they... There's a lot of, like, weirdness going on. They stumble upon the prince that doesn't want his birthright, and they're like, oh, no, he's actually good. But then Jack beats him to almost the edge of his life, but then he switches around and beats Jack up. They because, have to bust through the door. Yeah, and they were, they're ramming the door so tenderly, but once they get in... They have to lock the door because the castle is coming after everyone because they know oh, Jack's yeah. escaped. And how they are ramming it, it, it's like a Monty Python sketch. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Huh. Huh. <sighs> and they're all going all at once in just a uniformed motion. It's not realistic. Yeah. they. It just looks funny. But then Caliban comes by and he goes, stand aside. And then just uses magic to open the door. Which is crazy because then the the temple rats or tunnel rats leave and they're like, well, where's the, where's this? The, oh, there's a trap door there. We're not seeing it. And they just, it's a, in the corner and just the trap door is underneath a chest. Why would they have not removed the <laughs> chest and seen it? But they have to make this crystal thing that beeps and it brings them to the tunnel, and he moves the chest aside, and he doesn't even go to open it. He doesn't use magic, I guess. He, he just, just punches a hole in it. He just it. punches the trap door. He just breaks it with his fist. But, yeah. like, but like the most dumbest pose ever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was just the weirdest pose. Just yeah. fist in front, back, like, Facing uh, back of the knuckles to the camera and just looking dead into it. Like, <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, there's a lot of people with dead eyes in this. That <laughs> one guy who saved Jack's life. Oh, and what was his name? Jack's life? The guy that saved Jack's life? Yeah. Prospero? No, how could you forget his name? Sebastian? Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> he was just dead. <laughs> he was just reading his lines, it felt like. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, man. So uh, the vampires are realizing we need to go find these people. We know that they left out of here. It will lead us to them. 
And they go to this forest of vampires with a bunch of people ready to take these fuckers down, the <laughs> temple rats, tunnel rats. And the main bad vampire, daddy vampire, says, you two, scout ahead. These two take three steps, and on their third, they trip a wire and then just <laughs> harpoon shoot at them, and they're dead within three seconds of being given this command. Yeah, they immediately take a crossbow uh, bolt to the chest. No one checking their surroundings or anything. They mm -hmm. just take one step and immediately die. And th there's a very nice back and forth. Sometimes the trancers get over on them. Sometimes the temple tunnel rats get <laughs> over them. It, there's one where a like maybe a 15-year-old looking girl giggles after a big wooden log hits these two square in the head to kill them. She goes, hee 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 hee. And then after that, like right after that, there's like a a scene where two trancers find two other trancers with arrows in their backs <laughs> in some tall grass. And these uh, tunnel rats just pop out of the bush. I they don't even where. look greatly hidden either. <laughs> just to pull the arrow. <laughs> it was the most... The what of some of the worst acting on this one too. Yeah, because <laughs> they're just like aggressive when the bow flies out, but then they just stand. It felt like it should have cut. Like the yeah. director was saying, "All right, just stay there, so we'll know when to cut. All right, we'll cut earlier, but we now have a longer tail to work with." Yeah, for for some reason, for that one, they didn't even decide to cut. They just kept moving the camera yeah. back and forth, so you would just get a bit of. Uh, like motion blur from them moving the camera and it didn't look great uh, to be honest but it was pretty funny because they just stood there looking at the tunnel rats not doing anything and then the shaman his room is broken into and the two kind of lead more lead up vampires say who are you and he says a man of no consequence. And then they say, you're right. And just stab him real quick with a sword. They, they were so quick with it, but <laughs> he took it like a champ. Yeah. I'm a man of no consequence, meaning if you kill me, nothing, no one will shed a tear. No one will be angry, but no, no. one will be happy. Yeah, no one was. He and died. Just no one will... Think of you. There was like absolutely no emotion after he died. Uh -huh. It was so amazing. It was pretty funny. You're right, stab. And then the main, the birthright rejector, what's his name? Prospero. Prospero is talking to his daddy because his dad wants to kill him. And oh, he took a little bit of substance from that w one of the main ladies. I don't think we ever got her name. We uh, probably did, but I yeah. can never hear it. I don't know. But Prospero, his dad says, "Ah, oh, you should go to hell, and then, or you should die, or something." But because he, uh, he goes uh, to Prospero, he's like, "See, you've feasted. We will be together." Oh, yeah. And then, then Prospero, Prospero hits says, him with the, we'll be together in hell. Yeah. And then goes to attack him. It was pretty great. Uh-huh. A lot of those Cardi one-liners in this one, too. And then this is when the best line comes up, because <laughs> Jack has a sword now, and Colossal. Caliban. Caliban. Him and Jack are fighting, and Jack gets the sword and says, on guard, motherfucker. <laughs> 
<laughs> that one was so funny. Because it, it is very much like a dad. Uh-huh. Motherfucker. <laughs> We've been told about this magician Oberon throughout a lot of this. And then all of a sudden this wormhole opens and this pixelated blurry ass face is shown and they go, oh no, it's... Oberon. Oberon. I forgot his name. It's <laughs> Oberon. And then Jack says, hey, guys, check this out, whatever he says. And then Oberon zaps him with magic that helps him teleport behind the guy, but also makes his gun start working. And he goes, D -d -d -d. I was wondering, like, how the, like, how does this movie resolve? I forgot. It doesn't. Because uh, I was like, how, how much do I? I don't have any more notes. <laughs> it doesn't resolve. So... He shoots him, he dies, they all meet up together on this cliff, and they say, oh, we can't hear anything, oh, this Calabasas must be dead. And Jack goes, oh no, people this strong, they don't die, they just, they just have troubles with the metaphysical. Yeah, they like, he said they metamorphosize or something, I forget what it was, it was weird, because it... You can hear Caliban at the end laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning he's still out there and we'll probably find out what happens next time on Jack. Jack. Oh, oh, wait, it's, it's Trancers oh. 5. Yes. Oh, fudge. Uh, sudden Death. Yeah, Sudden Death. That's a good title. That is a good title. Yeah. I hope there's a duel that's Sudden Death in it because it's still in this time, I think. And yeah. I've seen shots from that. There's some good stunt work. It looks more cowboy from the... Yes, it does. And I'm curious if it starts out in the... I'll check. We'll have to find out next time. Oh, yeah, we'll find out IRL. Oh, what would you give this out of five stars? Uh, I'll give this about a 3.5. You want to know what? I was going to say the same. I'm like, this can't be a four star. I know if I wasn't the high... Oh, this was the thing I needed to loop back around to. So you get, we both give it a 3.5. I believe this is our lowest rated one, unless Transfers 3 was also a 3.5. I think Transfers 3, we gave it a 3. Okay. Oh, wow. I think we didn't like that one as much. I, th I still I don't know remember. the mother-father thing. Or uh, Dr. Daddy. Daddy, <laughs> Daddy Colonel Mother. Yeah. Okay, let me check real quick. But what, what? How are you? Uh, how are you feeling? Uh, you know, this one's getting. It's getting a little. It's getting worser as the ride goes on. But uh, this one was funnier. Oh yeah, this one was funnier. I, I have to admit. Like I, I spent a lot of time laughing at this one, which was a good thing because. Uh huh. If you can't laugh at it, then you're just gonna have a bad time. Yeah, dude, the on guard motherfucker is so funny. So funny, so random. Oh, man. I hope the next one's a four, but yeah, I have me a bad too. feeling about it. We did give Transfers 3 a 3.5 as well. Okay. Okay, Jack Death is back for one more round with the Transfers. Jack must attempt to find his way home from the other dimensional world of Orpheus, where magic works and the Transfers were the ruling class, before Transfers 4, that is. Unfortunately, Jack's quest to find the mystical Tymond yeah. Tiamond in the Castle of Unrelenting Terror may be thwarted by the return of Caliban, the king of the Trancers, who was thought dead. We'll see. 
Yeah, man, this one might kick ass. I hope. I hope so, too. Or I hope it's like a straight up half a star, but for the best ways possible. <laughs> like, it's a piece of shit, but wow, it's a beautiful piece of shit. <laughs> I hope, man. They've been surprising. Yeah. All good and bad for their own reasons. Uh huh. I are you still excited to do Doll Man and Demonic Toys versus Doll Man? Honestly, yeah. Yeah, we should those, do that after the after six. Yeah, that'd be so. That's fun. what I'm planning on. Yeah, yeah, baby. And that's an episode, fuckers. Jose, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for dealing with me. Thank you for having fun with me. I enjoyed it. I wish to be like Jack Death. With a trench coat and bed and women in multiple years. Yep. Different timelines. Uh-huh. And I wish to be a Helen Hunt. Boy, oh boy, imagine those lips kissing Nicole. <laughs> Vava voo. Oh. What you got to plug? Sorry, my allergies are kicking my ass. Uh, honestly, we have uh, our Hit It and Crit It podcast. Uh, wherever you listen to this, you can just look up Hit It and Crit It. It's a D&D podcast mm-hmm. um, for... The Noctis Occulta, we're an evil group of party, and uh, it's pretty wild, so come check that out. Yeah! Hey guys, check out MLMPod.com for information on all the podcasts that I do, like Hit It and Credit, Mostly Speaking Sentai, etc. Listen to my music under Marshland Monster, wherever music is found. Just put out Anal Dentata a couple weeks ago, and in a couple weeks, my jungle drum and bass, Kirby-inspired, kind of chill-vibed drum and bass albums coming out. It's fun. And head over to patreon.com forward slash MLMPod, where for $5 a month, you get exclusive content on every single, oh no, you get exclusive content every Friday. I was starting to combine the $10 patron one. You get things like Engage with Nicolas Cage. That's coming out this week. It's good. We did Bangkok Dangerous, the citizens of Townsville Z, where I'm talking about Powerpuff Girls Z. This existed with Lil Corey. We're about to talk about the 2011 movie called Detention. It's wild and fucking nuts, and I think everyone should watch it, especially if you were you went to high school from like 2008 to 2014. It's just this like hectic, fast-paced movie. It's beautiful and and super funny. And what else do we have over there? Oh, mostly speaking Sentai After Dark. We're going through a Kiba Ranger, baby. And if you're a $10 patron, you get exclusive content every single month uh, on top of the weekly stuff and shout outs on every single free feed podcast. So let's begin with those, starting with Steve F., Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour, Alex Z, The Waz, Orion, Jordan B, The Chaos Witch, My Bickle Brother in Common Law, Joshua, Jacob, Steve Barnes, A Sweet Child of Time, and Intro Void. Listen to Intro Void, The Woman Which I Emerged, My Mother, Lil Corey's BFF, and now former roommate Shane, That Fed, Twitch.tv forward slash Core Winning, It's Core Win, and From the Rom Complex, and formulaic a podcast and script writing that's a podcast with me uh, you know them from twitch.tv forward slash r2 shelby 2 it's r2 shelby 2 and i've been james i'm jose and we'll bring death, death to squid see you guys bye bye oh hey, hey.